What's good, everyone? Welcome to another podcast at DNG Sports. I'm with my boy G. Hey, man, we're gonna kick off the show talking about the NBA Game Seven tonight, Eastern Conference: Celtics versus Heat. Ooh, what's gonna happen, man? Not what you think. No, what I think is definitely gonna happen. We got Celtics. We do not. In seven, I told you. This is not a podcast exclusive. This is a D exclusive. G (laughs) is going with the Miami Heat. We rolling with Jimmy Buckets. We rolling with it, man. Hey, man, it took Jimmy Buckets 47 points to beat that gun core, man. It took a lot out of him. He's yeah. gonna be tired. I agree. He can't do it again. Ah, uh, he can't I do say it again. Can't do it again. He he can't, man. Okay, so it's projected. They haven't announced it yet, but it's projected that Tyler Hero is gonna play tonight. Bam plays better at home than he plays on the road. Okay, and Kyle Lowry is finally getting a rhythm. Whoa! If if Kalo hits fifteen, if Bam gets fifteen and ten. And then Tyler Hero can put up a 15 off the bench. That's all the help Jimmy's going to need. He's going to pop off 30. At home, they're going to take the series. They're going to surprise everybody because I think everyone thinks the Celtics are going to win. Bro, man, why are you putting your faith in Kyle Lowry hitting 15? I'm not putting my faith in it, but I know that it can happen. At home, they're a better team. They had the best record coming into this postseason. They had a little slump during the season, during the playoffs, but the Heat are a serious contender. Jimmy Bucket's doing a lot of work, but they've gone back to the house now. Maybe that – I think that that's going to light a spark under them, man. I really do. I think Jimmy doing that, showing that hunger, Tyler comes back. It's going to light a spark. Hey, man. Okay. I if see what you're they saying. they take Mac Struss off the court. I've been telling you, man. They need Duncan Robinson back in. How are y'all going to pay this man, what, 19 milli? 19 milli, four year, 80 To mil? sit on the bench? To sit on the bench, ride the pine? Come They're looking to now. trade him after this season, it's believed. By, <laughs> I think Woj reported that. Yeah. But, but like... It, how are you going to just let the talent waste there? I know that it's because they don't want him to get injured and lose value, but how are you getting any value if you're killing his value on the bench? Yes, man. Um, you you said what you got to say about the Heat. Let me get into these young guns, man. These young bucks, if they don't turn over the ball like they've been doing, the series is over, man. We have seen this. They also have to close. We have seen it. They have to okay, close. Okay, look, do you really think Jalen Brown is only going to score two points in the second half ever again? I think that the second half in a different stadium than your own is going to be harder. Okay. I think that, that he's going to score more than two, but I'm not expecting Jalen Brown to go crazy in this game. I'm expecting Jason Tatum to probably get 35 to 40, but so, I think he's going to put up a big fight. I, I think it, this is a hot Martin. take. It's a hot take. Okay. But I think Jalen Brown's going to not struggle tonight, but I don't see him getting a 30-point game, a big, huge game. I like Jalen Brown, but I don't know that I've seen enough of Jalen Brown to put him on the same pedestal that I do Tatum. I think Tatum is a absolute stud. I think that he can go out there facts, and drop facts. 40 at any time. Yep. I don't put Jalen Brown in that same category. Him and Luka's the future of the NBA, my opinion, man. Um, I think there's a lot of people you can put in that category, but I agree. I like LaMelo, yeah, too. I, I like, like LaMelo a lot. I like Devin, too. You know, Devin's 
They said the next Kobe, but we ain't going to talk about that. Giannis is still pretty young. Giannis? Uh, <laughs> he's hot. Uh, we talking like under 25. <laughs> under 25, man. Next year, I'm going to go ahead and call this right now, too. Jalen Green, most improved player. Jalen Green, most improved? That's another one we forgot, too. John Morant. Yeah. John Morant. John Morant and Jay. John Morant is young goat. He is He young is a young goat. goat. He's a young goat. Uh... It, it it's looking good for Jaw in Memphis, but back to Boston. What I was saying, I think Jason Tatum's gonna have a stellar night. Uh, I think Jalen Brown is gonna be that second option for him, and I feel like they just market smart. I don't know for sure if he's playing or not. That's a big um, one. That's, that's a, big a big one if they don't have him. But if they can have Derek White take care of the ball and not turn over the ball like he did last game, um. I, man, it's just been so hard for the Heat to score on the Boston Celtics without Jimmy Butler going crazy in the game. So that's my that's my whole ordeal. They have no depth, depth, whatever, at the bench. And Victor, he's been up and down. He's been wishy-washy this whole entire series. And uh, um, who else comes off that bench? Tyler, we don't know how he's going to come back off of injury because we've seen what happened to Kyle Lowry when once he came off of injury he did he look he still looks a shell of himself so you know you can't expect a lot out of Tyler Hero tonight so with that being said if Robert Williams keeps up the defensive anchor if we have Al Horford playing Al Horford basketball I just think the Celtics is just going to pull out this series in my Miami and like Jason Tatum said, do we still have one more game? Yes, we do, man. It's, it's going to be an entertaining game tonight. Um, y'all probably be watching this, a, what, a day later? Yeah. Getting our, posi- uh, our thoughts on it. But I feel like that series, I feel like it's going to be Celtics versus Warriors. Um, we can talk about the Warriors, man. They closed out Dallas in a in a spectacular yeah spectacular fashion. fashion man um Dallas is in Dallas has a bright future man um Dallas's future they need to find that third option I'm guessing they need another they need help in the big man man they they really need help because Pal and Matt wait what's his name uh Matt's Kleba they cannot hold any defense they no. need to find one defensive anchor man that's what I feel like Dallas is missing but also you got Tim Hardaway Jr. coming back off of injury next year so you got to see what you want to do with Jalen Brunson or do you keep Tim Hardaway Jr. in that backcourt uh I think it's hard I think yeah because Jalen Brunson's younger you yeah can probably get a pretty good contract for him uh Tim Hardaway's older definitely a little more versatile as far as I think he's a better scorer. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Tim Hardaway's contract, I don't believe, was ridiculous. It Nuh-uh. wasn't a ridiculous, a ridiculously high deal. I would rather see them keep Hardaway uh-huh. and keep Brunson and move away from Spencer Dinwiddie. I would like seeing that but too. It's hard because Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Burton's was the whole trade for Porzingis. Yeah. And Porzingis played well. He in, did. In Washington. He, he played did. well. And 
Spencer had a couple good games in the playoffs, but hasn't lived up to that trade hype, I don't think. Mm-hmm. And um, Davis definitely hasn't done anything. So, I, so you kind of kill your your trade on that one unless you're just making that a that was a trade for cap space. But it seems kind of pointless to me to trade somebody who is so talented and versatile yeah. for cap space. Yeah, man. Uh, okay, so I'm going to give you some names. I'm going to give you we're, – we're sticking with Jalen Brunson going into free agency. Who are you taking, Jalen Brunson or Zach Levine? Mm, Zach Levine. Okay. Jalen Brunson or Kyle Kuzma right now? Jalen Brunson. Lonzo Ball or Jalen Brunson? Lonzo Ball. Ooh. Oh, whoa. Really? It, it depends what kind of team you're on. Okay. Uh, for Dallas? Mm-hmm. Lonzo. You're, you're taking uh, Lonzo? For somebody like Houston, okay. Jalen Brunson. Okay. For somebody like Memphis, We're talking about Lonzo. Just, we're just talking about just pure talent right now, pure Over, star. They just play like, so different because one's I, I a get slasher yeah. and one gets to the basket, and Lonzo's going to get open threes. and he's. But the thing that Lonzo's game, it makes me so happy to watch is – not only has he improved his three-point shot immaculately, he drives well. Uh-huh. But what he does the best is his defense. He's a great perimeter defender. He, he gets steals. He gets blocks. And he gets boards. He gets great assists, too, the way he passes the ball. He's one of the best underrated passers in the NBA. Yeah, I agree and that. people hate on him because he was the number two pick and he didn't ever live up to that full potential. I'll be the first to admit that. But to say that he hasn't improved since his rookie year and is definitely a viable starter in the league is just absurd to me. Yep. Um. Okay. I, I see what you're saying about Lonzo. Let me ask you this one. Okay. Marcus Smart or Lonzo Ball? Right now? Yeah. Uh, I'm... Right now, I'm going Marcus Smart. The only reason is because I think he sticks better defense, and he got Defensive Player of the Year. So, I think Lonzo has more potential, but if I'm going just players right now, I'm picking Marcus Smart. See, that's a hard one, though. Yeah. Like, it's two very similar players. To me, Lonzo's actually a better offensive player than Marcus Smart. There's To me, there's not a question about that. Yeah. As far as the facilitating of the pass goes... He he can't. Marcus Smart is not on the same level. He is a better defender, defender to me. Yeah, uh, that may change over the next couple seasons if Lonzo decides that he's going to be more of a perimeter defender, facilitator of the pass, and just stick to getting. Probably, I project that he can get 15 points per yeah, game. Yeah, and I, I think that that's where he's going to kind of hang around. And there's nothing wrong with that. People are used to these flashy point guard numbers, but he plays like an older point guard. He, he does. plays like a Jason, Jason kid, kid, you know, something like that, like a Stockton almost, like a very true point guard. Um, Chris Paul did the same thing, and Chris Paul gets praised as one of the best of all time. He does. And, I mean, they play a very similar – I'm not comparing their skill level. Chris Paul is a much more skilled player at the position. But for a young buck, I, I don't really – he's only in, what, year five, six now? I think five. I think he can be a great facilitator. Yeah. I think he's going to be a good starting option. I don't think he's a max contract-esque no. type of player. But he, he's going to be a solid player. Yeah, he's going to be a solid player. His brother is going to be a superstar. Yes. Lamelo is a agree. superstar. Um, back to the Dallas thing, you know, Jalen Brunson. You taking Jalen Brunson or Russell Westbrook right now? Jalen Brunson. 
Jalen Brunson? Yeah. No debate. No debate. Hmm. I think I would go with you. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. I don't know how Russ's confidence is going to be after this. Yeah. This I, they can't find a trade partner with him either. So that's what's really bad uh, for the Lakers. Uh, they can't find a trade partner. Um, Jalen Brunson or what's his name? Halliburton. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a very uh, good one, man. Halliburton's very much in that same realm as a Marcus Smart, Lonzo type player, Drew Holiday type player to me, a facilitator, a true point guard. Um, I would probably say that I'd go with, still go with Brunson right now. Really? I like Brunson a lot. I like Halliburton a lot too, but I, I think too. his stats are kind of. A little bit inflated if you put him on a team that's not like an Indiana Pacers, a Sacramento King. Yeah. He's going to have just as much room to his proof as those other guys do. Yeah, man. I think that's the only players I can think of to compare right now because, you know, it is Jalen Brunson's, you know, contract year going in for Dallas. So let's get into the Warriors, man. Um, Warriors going back to the finals, man. Six, oh, what's it been? Uh, six times in eight years or something like that? Going back to the finals, so... I don't want to say... I, I don't think it's been six times, but... Five? I want to say it's been five. Because five? they won three. Uh-huh. Lost one. Okay, so, so I think it was five in, like, eight years or something like that they've been back. Hey, man, it's... They're looking real good right now. Um, I'm... I can't say nothing about it. I've never been a Warriors fan, you know. You know this. Uh, But they're playing really good basketball. Uh... They have basically steamrolled every single team in the playoffs yeah, that they and played. Yeah, people are saying that they've so had an easy path to it. Let's let's talk about this. Yeah. Let's talk about this. People say they have had an easy path, talking about Dallas for starters. Dallas beat the Suns. What Dallas makes it the easy? Suns. They had Doncic. Yep. They had Brunson. What makes that easy to me? That's what I'm not understanding is because they steamrolled the number two team in the West who made it to the Western Conference. It wasn't the number two in record, but they made it there. So they're the number two team. Yep. I get what you're saying. And it's not like they're a walk in the park. No. And then they beat the team with their MVP. Yeah, they didn't have MPJ. Yeah, they didn't have Jamal Jamal Murray. Murray. They had the MVP, and they had a good record going through the season. Yep. Like, that... To me, it's absurd. They beat talented teams. They deserve to be there. And honestly, whether it's the Celtics, whether it's the Heat, I I don't see it going past six games. Really? Like either team. Either I, team. I, see it, I see the finals going to seven this year. Either team. I, man, I just think if the Celtics get there, they can match the scoring that the Warriors can do. Unlike Dallas could, unlike... Memphis could, my opinion. Jason Tatum can get you 40. I don't know who you're going to put on him. Jalen Brown, that's probably going to be Clay versus uh, Jalen Brown. That's going to be a really good matchup. Then you got Marcus Smart versus Steph Curry. Always a great matchup. Marcus Smart caused uh, Steph Curry to be out 12 games going for a dive ball. And you don't... My thing is, if you don't think... (laughs) He Marcus remember Smart, it. yeah. If you don't think Marcus Smart's gonna be like that during a regular season, think of the NBA Finals, pestering Curry the whole time. Then you got good paint. Looney has not faced a big man like Robert Williams. 
my opinion, or Bam. That's that if can, Robert Williams is healthy. True. That's if he can play. Even Al Horford. Al Horford and uh, uh, what's his name is going to be a good matchup too at the four. Who's that? Is that and no? Who's y'all four? Andrew Wiggins and Damian Lee run the four. Run the four, and then I guess they're going to put who? Jason Tatum versus Andrew Wiggins. That'll be a good matchup. So oh my bad, Draymond runs the four. Draymond, well. yeah, Draymond. That, runs the that's four the well. battle of the old heads. You know what I'm saying? Who's going to be more dominant? Uh. Facilitating for the young guns. That's what my thing is with that. And then Jason Tatum versus um, Andrew Wiggins. That's going to be a great matchup. Miami, my opinion, does not match up as well as the Celtics does to the Warriors. Who who guards Jordan, Jordan Poole in that situation, though? What do you because mean? Because if you're running, are you, if are they you, run a small lineup that can keep up because nobody really big plays the dominant. The Celtics' dominant big men at the bottom they're more of defenders and mm-hmm. rebounders than scores. Yeah. So if they run Draymond at the five, Wiggins at the four, Clay at the three, uh, Poole at the two, and Curry at the one in a small ball lineup, and just keep pace with them, who guards I, who okay. guards Poole at the two? And I can say this: you put you take Al Horford out the game. I think you let Derek White chase around Jordan Poole. I just off don't the think bench. He can keep I don't him. think he can keep up. I think Jordan Poole's still gonna get his money because they're gonna run the switch on that. Yeah, they're, they're still... gonna switch Marcus to White. Yeah, like, they're gonna set the screen and run that switch. I think you, Jordan Poole is gonna be a good X factor for them in that series. But I think Derek White can do enough pestering defense so he not to go for thirty. Yeah, 25, 28, 29. But I would have said that they could do that with the Suns. Honest, like or not the Suns. I'm sorry. I would have said that they could have done that with the Grizzlies with all their young talent, but they they weren't ever able but, to keep him off the perimeter. Yeah, but the thing with that, Memphis really wasn't known for defense like how Boston's been playing in the playoffs. Boston right now is the number one ranked defense in the playoffs this whole entire series. Yeah. So it's just I just feel like them. Celtics versus Warriors in the finals is going to be a great matchup. Um, and it's just going to come down which star is going to bail you out the most. Do you take Jason Tatum bailing you out as a rising superstar, or do you go with the known superstar and Steph Curry? That's my opinion. And do you think Steph Curry is going to get his money like he's going to get versus Marcus Smart? What I do like for the Heat, if the Heat make it there a little more, um, Steve Kerr is a big difference maker to me. People hate on Steve Kerr. They say he's not a great coach. But when the assistant coach came in for Steve Kerr, even the Grizzlies blew out the Warriors. Yep. Like, the Mike coaching Brown. was just not there at all. Minutes were distributed in the wrong way. It was just not a well-thought-out, well-played game. And honestly, Steve Kerr, the way that him, Curry, Clay. Uh, Draymond, the relationship that all those guys have, they move as a great unit under Steve Kerr. Uh, I think maybe if you want to argue Steve Kerr couldn't go somewhere else and do the same thing. Well, he's built a bond with these guys over the years that they will listen to what Steve Kerr has to say. They will. And I think that this team's going to run it, man. I really like this matchup. Either way, I I think this is another year for Golden State to bring home a belt. I can see it. I can see it. And the young guns, I mean, 
no young guns under 25. I've seen this like with a backcourt and Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum being their starting point guards. The last time that's happened was Russell Westbrook and KD. Yeah. And they lost against, you know, a superstar team in Miami Heat that was older. They've been there and done that. That's truthfully what scares me about yeah. the Celtics is their age. Their age. There's nobody on that team other than Marcus Smart who is not a He's he's not gonna go out there and, and drop. drop thirty. Yeah, but every team it feels like that makes the playoffs over the last few years have had that veteran guy who can go out there and who can make the difference. Mm-hmm. Like the Suns made it last year, they had that guy. Yeah, the Bucks made it, they had Giannis. They had that guy. They had PJ they, Tucker. They also had these facilitators around in Middleton, Holiday. They had all these guys. And then you go back the years before, you had LeBron or you had Curry in pretty much every finals. Mm-hmm. You had KD who made it to the finals. The you had all- Dirk who made it to the finals. Having that veteran presence who can go out there and lead the team and facilitate in all ways, yep. it's crucial the to only, the NBA finals. The only player I can say I can debate you with this that that didn't happen with was Kawhi Lillard on Toronto. Kawhi Lillard... Took that team on his back, basically, and got him a ship. But that was against Golden State demoralized. I would without agree. Without KD or Kyrie. I mean, Clay. I would agree. Okay, then you were right. They have made it to the finals. This would be the sixth time in eight years. Yes. And um, I forgot about the Toronto series. <laughs> and I agree to a point. They had a lot of talent on that team that wasn't discovered as great talent but Siakam he's a great player he was on that team if he would have been to the point he is like getting the role he is now yeah he would have been a great facilitator Og was on the team Fred Van Viet Fred Van Vliet was on the team Danny Green was on the team uh the team Gasol Gasol it had its weapon when he was still actually a good good player I don't want to say he's not a good player anymore, well, but you, like you he's know not what? a productive, productive player. Enough. He's an older player not getting minutes. Yeah. And I, I, I'll agree with you on that one. I don't feel like he had a really strong number two. Yeah. Because Kyle, to me, they try to make him, but Kyle, something about Kyle, it's always been Kyle in playoffs does not work out. Uh, it, it was DeMar and Kyle couldn't get past LeBron. It was... It's just always been that storyline for Kyle Lowry. And it's like whatever team he goes to, he cannot produce for a championship caliber team unless the superstar, like a Kyle. uh, Jimmy Butler. Huh? Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, uh, Kawhi, raises that team around him. Yeah, and some, some players, I mean, look at Chris Paul. Yeah, you can say Chris Paul's the exact same way. I feel like I that mean, is Chris too. Paul's the team that he made it with was when Devin Booker was getting the majority of the shots. He was, but he's never made another finals, and you know, other than that one, and the teams that he was on before, he was still even with Blake Griffin. Yeah, he, he was the he was the guy. Yeah, he was the guy. And some um, people just like, even though they're superstars and they're great at what they do, they just can't be the guy yeah. because like we were talking about earlier Kyle Lowry, Drew Holiday, Chris Paul, Lonzo, those kind of guys they're facilitators. They they're, they're going to get you 10 assists and 20 points on a good night and Chris Paul used to be able to be the exception. He yeah. would go out there and get you 35, 35 and 10. But he just never was able to translate that into a championship team. 
I hate it for him because a lot of people tried to make the case for a long time that he was the best point guard to ever do it. I mm-hmm. think he has a bunch of the intangibles. He's just missing the ring, man. You, you can't put somebody like that against a Steph Curry and Magic. Yeah. To me, like those two guys now, when you talk about point guards... It's either Magic or Steph. I would, my top three would... It's Magic, Steph, and probably Isaiah Thomas. With Chris Paul. Chris Paul's not he's far st- behind. He's probably top five, but he's not that top three echelon. What I'm biased to as well is I think John Stockton, if you really want to talk about pure point guards, was the, the yeah. best. Yeah, the he best was he was one it. of the pure purest uh fifteen points, fifteen rebounds could just fifteen points, fifteen assists. Could just the they things just, he did was insane. They just Carl Malone, he couldn't will Utah pass Yeah, they pass couldn't get the, the Bulls. Chip. I mean, like it was that that was before our time, but we know the history of that. Yeah. Like we know the history of of MJ. You know, my opinion on MJ, MJ didn't he did not face the talent that they have now. If they if they if he faced the talent that they had now there would be a different conversation of MJ, my opinion, but we that will go into a blast of the past one day if they if they if they blow us up, you know, like a hundred followers like we said that one time. We'll yeah. do a blast for the past with, on a live stream, man. It's, see, what's hard for me, man, is like it's hard to say the greatest player of all time because they're playing in different circumstances. I know. It's easier to go by generation. Yes. Because like Bill Russell. Bill Russell. Then Wilt. Then Wilt. Kareem. MJ. So Iverson. On, so, Kobe, yeah, Kobe. Shaq. Shaq. LeBron, just, yeah, just magic. so on. So you, you can fill in the blank from time Larry. Periods. We're Larry, forgetting there's, Larry. There's so many through that generations have been so many generational talented players. Mm-hmm. Like right now, it seems like Curry would fit into that group. He would. Giannis potentially is moving into that into group it. for this generation. I think the next one's going to be Luca. Yeah, I, I agree. think Luca's going to be that next guy. Me too. I agree with that. Um, but yeah, man. Oh, uh, another topic that we can talk about. Uh, another young prospect, Zion Williamson. Does he deserve the Mats contract from the Pelicans, man? Not until he plays again. Do you, that man needs to play. I he's get that, play. but he still wants that Mats contract, and that's that's been a heavy topic on Undisputed ESPN. I don't think you give Zion the mats this year. I think you wait out it, um, see how he plays off of injury. But if you're the Pelicans, what's the chances of him saying, no, I don't want to play without the mats? Well, it's hard for me because there's a it's a double-edged sword because Zion yeah, has get, a lot of the leverage, honestly. He does. Because he's went out there and he showed in his rookie year he can get 20 points per game with great stat line. Uh, then his next year, 27. Yep. And then he's hurt. And then this year, hurt misses the whole year. Because that's and it's going into his contract year, basically. And so it, my, my problem with that is, like, there's a worry that he's not going to stay healthy. But he's gone out there and shown you that he's capable of being a game changer and deserves that kind of money when he's on the court. But... Do you've also heard these reports? He doesn't want to be there now. He says he wants to be yeah. there. So 
Do you sign him in the hopes that he stays healthy and that you got this generational player? Or do you say, no, you have to go fulfill your side. You have to go show that you can stay healthy. And if they do that, which I think they should, he gets mad. He won't I resign do. with you. So yep. it's such a double-edged sword. Uh, I don't think you do. But if you do, you're walking on eggshells. You're you're panicking every Either time. Either way, he, yeah, you're panicking. So like, um, Zion, he he got to in his court. I would hate to be a Pelicans executive or the GM for that matter because you're you're praying. You cannot lose a gener. I won't say he's a generational talent. My opinion, he's not generational, but he's a rising star. But you also got to filter in this. Pelicans made it to the playoffs without Zion. I was and they about, have yeah. a young, talented core enough that you have seen that you, you're you okay if you trade away Zion with for assets, honestly. I, I'll, I'll say this. What, do you, what would you say about trading trading Zion okay for two stars if you could get go get two solid players to add to that team i i think you would have to persuade me in picks also okay let me ask I'm, you this i'm taking De- I, demar derozan lonzo uh-huh. and two first mm, for a team that has bi and a team that's really bi great, cj yeah, that team is ready to go if they get another stud. I see. My thing is, I don't think I would do it because I don't see Lonzo as a superstar yet. So I don't either. But me, if you get a good facilitator at point guard, run him at the one, Bi at the two, Demar at the three. Yes, but that's I don't dangerous. think I don't think didn't Lonzo play in a Pelicans? I don't yeah, think he would he go. I don't think he would want to go back. They wouldn't match the money that yeah. Chicago gave him. So my thing is about that. I think you have to trade Zion for like. Let me think of a Utah. Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert. No, well, Donovan Mitchell wouldn't go if Rudy Gobert there. So you give me Donovan Mitchell and some picks. I Donovan Mitchell, two first rounders, and Jordan Clarkson, and hopefully, I would bank on Donovan Mitchell. I I would bank on that and Jordan Clarkson, and then you have that. I I would take that. I think. Yeah, if you I could get like a, top of my a young head, star like that, if yeah. you could get. Uh, a Donovan Mitchell, a Trey Young, yeah. like somebody like that. Mm-hmm. That I, I feel like the best option for the Pelicans might be to remove their options, just yeah. get the situation out I mean, of the building. Whoever wants to pay Zion, you you have to walk on eggshells because you don't know if he wants to keep the weight off. Because at the end of the day, man, all it is is his body. Uh, yeah. His body is giving up on him, and he has to. Find a nutritionist. He needs to find a workout program that he likes. So, my thing with that, bro, you if you're Pelicans, you have a little bit of leeway because you can find a suitable trader for him. Are you taking, I've been hearing a lot of New York Knicks. Are you taking Julius Randle? Are you taking uh, Obi Toppin and two first for that? No. 
No. You're not? It's not Randall and Toppin for Zion. Nah. I, I think a lot of people want to see him in New York. And I With know Jack Settleman does. Yeah. Um, but I think it's hard to make that trade happen. I, I don't see how you can make that trade happen because Julius Randall's just going to go in there. He's gonna be a decent player, uh, you know. He's not. He might. He was be, an all star. He can be a low end all star at his yeah. peak. He can be a low end, or, and that's no hate, but low end all stars don't win you championships. They don't. They don't. They don't, man. But Bi yeah. could be one of those guys though who leads you to a chip. He yeah, really B. could I, be. With I help. mean, that's if you're the Pelicans, man. I would hate to be an executive at the end of the day because you got to figure out what you're gonna do with. Zion, I mean, you got to figure that one out, bro. Let me ask you this one. Damian Lillard. Ooh. Damian Lillard for Zion? Heads, like, just, like, simple like that? Damian Lillard for Zion with, if Portland would negotiate with picks. I'd take that. I Because you get, A you will have, you will have Dame... CJ reunited with B.I. And Giannis Valanciunas. Giannis Valanciunas. I would gladly take that and let Portland rebuild. It's, that's a win-win. That's a great... That, that, that's, that, that's the one that I was thinking one. about. That's a great one because you get a superstar in Dame. You already have two notable perennial all-stars in B.I. and CJ. And that's what they were missing in Portland at the end of the day was a third weapon for Damian Lillard and CJ. I'd do that trade in a heartbeat, honestly. And I think I think Dame would. Yeah. I think Dame, I don't know how much he would love going to New Orleans. That's the one worry. Yeah. The small market. But I do think that if they gave him the money, kept C, CJ and B.I., I think that that team's dangerous because from what I saw, the hunger out of them in the playoffs this year, for them to go in there and play some to get a Damian Lillard. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, man. And then it's a win-win because Portland, you start fresh again. You have Zion you can build around. Then you have uh, Alfred Simmons. Uh, You know, you have some young cats that you can – hopefully potentially build around Zion and Zion finally gets to be what he wants. You know what I'm saying? So like I know the Pelicans uh are trying to give him what he wants, but you're asking Zion to be a 40, 50 pointer damn near every night and he gets the star quality that he wants at the end of the day. The the one team I could see trading for anyone in the league who they wanted is OKC. Okay, see, okay, so having 17 first-rounders in the next five years is crazy. That is crazy, man. 17 first-rounders. It's it's wild, and all they're going to do is build up a young nucleus around uh, Shah. Shah's Gilker. Alexander, he's he's good, man. He is good. He, he's really good. Um, I like that more players are playing like that, too. Kind yeah. of, they facilitate... And shoot. Like, for a while, when Curry came in, all the point guards getting drafted, I feel like, were coming in and trying to be shooters. They were trying to be playmate. Like, they were trying to be just like that. Fredette, super exciting. Or super, whatever. For, what's his name? Jimmer Fredette or whatever from China. I, uh, I think uh, they were calling the dude that got drafted ahead of uh, Curry. It was Ricky Rubio, Jimmer, Johnny Flynn, and someone else, bro. 
So it was. They a, said Curry was too small. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, but that it is what it is. There, like you, you doubt somebody off their size, and that's how you get people like Isaiah Thomas, Chris Paul, Steph Curry. You get Hall of Famers. Uh, Isaiah Thomas a Hall of Famer? Isaiah Thomas is a Hall of Famer already. I'm not talking about Isaiah Thomas that's in the Oh, league. okay, 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 okay. Yeah. I was about to say, I was about to say, Lua, IT? No. no. Sacramento? Wrong Boston? One. Wrong one. <laughs> Wrong Isaiah. I was about to say, Great uh, player. In his run, he uh, was a great player. Yeah. But no. Wrong Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, I think that's all of our basketball news. I guess we can hop into this NFL uh, news that we talked about. Javion Clowney. Congrats. Got re-signed to the Cleveland Browns. The Browns. The Browns. Uh, I think it was, what, a one-year contract again? Yep. Dog pound. <laughs> uh, he deserves it, man. Um, But I think we should do our predictions on who's going to win the con- – uh, well, not the conference. The, the AFC. Divisionals. The AFC Divisionals. Um, I think we should start in the – what you want to start in? We'll AFC start or in the in AFC. The we'll AFC? start in the AFC. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, okay. You want to start in the AFC West? We'll start from the north, oh, go the to north. the east, go to the south, go to the west. Okay, so I'm cool with that. We got a little display pulled up here, guys. So, AFC North, you got the Ravens, you got the Bengals, you got the Browns, and you got the Steelers. I'm going with the Dog Pound. <laughs> Obviously, I'm a Browns fan, but I am not biased. <laughs> I am absolutely confident... <laughs> We've been talking this. Biased? We've been talking this whole time that if Deshaun Watson isn't suspended, yep. how good the Browns will be. This is my assessment. <laughs> if Deshaun Watson is not suspended, okay, the Browns will win the division. Uh, okay, so if we're doing it that way, I give you a one through four. You're if one he's not four. suspended, yeah. If he's not suspended. That's so hard because I, I Mike Tomlin never lost a division. <laughs> the Ravens have Lamar. Yeah. The Bengals went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And the Browns just got Deshaun Watson. Yeah. That's the hardest <laughs> division. Ah, one of the we're gonna other get into. It. There's a yeah. lot. There's so many divisions that it's like hard division, like extremely hard, very, very hard, hard, easy as hell. Yeah. Like, so it's kind of crazy, man. I think I'm gonna okay. You're gonna not like this one, but he's gonna choose Baltimore. Yes, I'm going Baltimore, man. Uh, I just think with Baltimore, all their injuries on defense last year, and them still almost making the playoffs. Um, I think that's enough for that I seen last year. That once they get fully healthy, because people forget. They're, they were playing with their second string and third string defenders on defense. Patrick Queen wasn't even supposed to be playing this year. Was it him? I think it was one It was one of their rookies uh, that wasn't supposed to be playing that linebacker, and they figured out he's going to be a good linebacker. No, Patrick Queen was an outside linebacker coming in, but he transitioned to a middle linebacker kind of Yeah, way. so uh, it's I feel like with that happening... We're going to figure out what Rashawn Bateman is going to be made of as a number one option. I don't feel like Baltimore is going to pick up another wide receiver. 
So we're gonna see what he's made of. That's he was thing. hurt. He was hurt four games at the beginning of the season. Also, that's the thing for me though, dude. Like you, you don't trust their offense. I don't trust who he's gonna throw to because yeah. Mark Andrews. I love him. I think he's a great tight end. Uh, but I, th- I don't think there's anybody really past that for him. Like you yeah. got Mark Andrews, and then you got Bateman, mm-hmm. and you got Devin Duvernay out of <laughs> Texas. And Devin is a dog. I, is. I watched him at UT. He's a dog. Bateman is a good receiver, good young receiver. Mark Andrews, obviously, probably the fourth best tight end, in my opinion, in the league behind Waller, Kittle, and Kelsey. Uh, but, like, what, what do you do here? Like, my Lamar, thing is, Lamar is a mobile quarterback. I get he that. He needs talented receivers, and you traded away Brown. I get that. But their offense is not based on offensive passing. Their offense, we have seen – can win games by just running the football. They and can. that's my whole thing about it. No one really has found a blueprint on how to stop that offense. No one, until they get demoralized on injuries, J.K. Dobbins coming back also, that's going to be some big help for them. If he's the same running back, for sure. I think yeah. J.K. Dobbins was one of my favorite uh, running backs out of that draft. I think he's very talented. Uh, I think that the Ravens do have a shot, obviously. I think everybody in the division, other than Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh has a shot. I don't see Pittsburgh winning the division. I think they could squeak by 9-8 or something. I could see that. But somebody in the division has to have a losing season. So who's it going to be? Okay, so this is my rankings. I got Baltimore 1. I feel like Cleveland, if Deshaun Watson, like I said... Uh, earlier when we did the MVP voting, I just feel like Deshaun Watson, there'll be a game. Them two will be tip for tat if Deshaun Watson is healthy. They'll be fighting for that number one. I feel like Cincinnati, they're going to come down off their Cinderella season a little bit. I do know that they got better on the offensive line, but I feel like I feel like Cincy was not planned at all to make the run, and I don't. It's hard to get out of the AFC again. It's hard for any team, unless you're the New England Patriots, uh, to get out of the AFC again. So I got them going third. I still think they're going to be a wild card, could be a wild card spot. And then I got Pittsburgh at like nine and eight, eight and eight. But yeah, man, that's my. That's my four rankings on the AFC North. I just what what's really sad is like the Bengals made the playoffs yeah. for the first time in a, a while with actually thinking that they like they made it with Andy Dalton, but nobody really thought that they were gonna win it with Andy Dalton. Nope. Joey Burrow gives that team a new sense of hope, and it's really hard for me to say they're gonna come in third, but how else do you argue against such great, great teams. Yeah. Like, and Jesse Bates is apparently wanting out. Like, if they lose Jesse Bates on that defense, that's huge. I just, I see it as the Browns. He sees it as the Ravens. Yep. That's pick number one. Let's go ahead and move on to the AFC North. I think, so. wait, we just did AFC North. Oh, you're right. We just we, did the AFC North. So, it'd be AFC East. East, yeah. So, for the AFC East, we got the Bills, the Dolphins, the Patriots, and the Jets. 
Who you got? Uh, I got the Bills. I got the Bills. I, yeah, too. I think Simple we both on agree that on that one. Uh, I think the Bills is. I just think unless Tua shows out, uh, they're gonna co. I won't say coast through that through their division, but they're gonna have a pretty easy time, you know, getting back into the playoffs. As you know, I just don't feel like Dolphins, Patriots, and Jets are on the same level of talent as as the Bills right now. The Jets are going to surprise some people yeah, this I year. Yeah, I feel like they could I'm be I'm saying a, that, but I don't think they're winning by yeah, any means. I, think I don't they, even think they're coming in second. I think they could be a 6-10 team. Yeah, a better team than Better team. So, um, with that being said, I got the Bills. Oh, it's a toss-up what you like. I think... I think I would go Dolphins second, Patriots third, uh, and then because Patriots has a lot of questions, I want to say at wide receiver right now. Also, it's because they have the fourth or no the most, most expensive yeah. wide receiver room, and their wide receiver one is Nelson Aguilar. Exactly, and he didn't even really do anything last year, and he barely played. Yep, and so it's, it's a lot of questions around. A lot that of questions, right now. and I think the Jets are going to be better than they were last year, man. AFC South, we got the Texans, the Colts, the Titans, and the Jags. I don't think there's really a question on this one. Yeah, I don't. Uh, uh, I think we both agree on the Colts. Yeah, it's the Colts right now. Yeah, because uh, the Texans, uh, I think they need more time. They do. Uh, next year, I could actually see the Texans coming around, but this year, it's it's still a no from me. I think it's gonna go Colts. I think it's gonna go. That's where it gets hard. I don't yeah. know because the Titans to me sold really hard this offseason. I, yeah, I did agree. not like their offseason. I, I I actually think that it's going to go Colts, Texans, Titans, Jags. Really? Really? Okay. Okay. Are you switching it up? I think I'm going to go with Colts because I love Jonathan Taylor. We think Matt Ryan's going to have a Better year than what he had last year. A productive year. season a productive for season. what he has to do. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the, I think I'm still gonna go Tennessee, because just of the sure purpose of Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill. Hopefully they have you know still that chemistry together, and I think I'm go the Jags then, uh because I think I've already said this on multiple podcasts. I think the Jags are gonna have a good season with Dougie P. And I think they'll be better than they are. They won't have number one pick, but they'll be a top ten, you know, lottery pick. And I think I'm going to go with Houston because I don't trust David Mills as much as Trevor Lawrence. I guess I'm just basing that off of just QBs right now. But I just like Trevor Lawrence better than I do David Mills. So I saw Davis Mills play last year. Mm -hmm. I went to a Texans-Chargers game. Talked about that before on here, but Davis Mills actually surprised me. Davis Mills was very productive. Like the way that he, his accuracy is there. Like his accuracy yeah. is on point. He struggles a little bit under pressure, I believe. But I think if you add Davis Mills some help out there, I think he's going to surprise a, pe- a lot of people and potentially be one of the better picks out of last year's draft. Mm. I actually think that they got really good value on him in the second compared to some of the guys who we saw in the first last year. Yeah. Um, but I really think that the Texans are going to surprise some people if Davis Mills does have a good second year. Like, I think he will. 
I, I think they're going to turn some heads. I don't think they're going to be able to take the division from the Colts. Shout out to Pac- Pat McAfee. But uh, <laughs> that's who I'm going with, man. Colts, Texans, Titans, then Chargers. Okay, I mean, then Jaguars. <laughs> Jaguars. <laughs> All right, moving on to the AFC West. We got the Broncos, Chiefs, Raiders, and Chargers. Arguably the hardest division in the NFL. It's one of it's, the three that I think are actually yeah, hard. Like the AFC South, easy. Yeah. AFC East, easy. NFC East, easy. NFC South, easy. NFC North, easy. And then there's these three. Yeah. There's it, the <laughs> it's yes. the four hardest divisions or no or the three hardest divisions, no question. Yes, AFC man. North, AFC West, NFC West. No question. Yes. Uh uh, you wanna start off or you want me to? Uh, you can go ahead and take the reins on this one. I know you're gonna pick the Broncos, but uh, I like the Broncos. I like Russ. I think Russ is going to show everyone that he's an MVP this year. One of the might be the MVP this year because he they did a lot of good things last year with Teddy Bridgewater, arguably. So with their deep and man, their defense is just they they're great. They're really good. Um. Uh, but that's what I feel like Denver was needing was a quarterback like Russell. So, I'm going with Broncos. I think I'm going with the uh, Chiefs. I think I'm going I think I'm going to go Chiefs. Then I'm going to go Do I want to go with man it's so hard in that division. Uh, it's because you got the Raiders who have Carr and they uh, have Waller and now they have Adams. Yes, and then the Chargers think, have this young stud in Justin Herbert. And I feel, man, I just I don't want to bet against Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Patrick Mahomes last year they were trying to say that they were going to lose the division and they wound up winning at the <laughs> end yeah. of the season. So, do you go? It's kind of hard for this third. Do you go with the young guns and hope that they live up to the talent? Or do you go with the proven vets in Derek Carr and Devontae Adams and Darren Waller when they made the playoffs last year? Uh, So, I guess on that, I will go with the vets. I'm go with Derek Carr and them. I think they'll be the third. But I feel like the Chargers still are going to be pushing... They're going to be pushing the envelope, man. They're going to try to get that first seed. They're going to try to get in that wild card seed. Honestly, I would not be surprised if how many teams can make all three, all four of them almost make it to playoffs. I would honestly not be surprised if Raiders, Chargers, and uh, Raiders, Chargers, and Kansas City all get a wild card. I would definitely not be surprised. I think, for me, I'm going with the same answer as you. I got the Chiefs. I'm not going to doubt Andy Reid until I'm proven wrong. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with the Chiefs, and then it gets hard. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with my my Broncos. I think the Broncos, because I like the addition of Russ. I like the difference he makes. Mm-hmm. But then the Raiders and Chargers. They're just me, neck and neck. Even the Broncos, too. Even... Russ gives me a little more confidence, but it's neck and neck in that division. All I can really say 
is the Chiefs are going to win it. If you told me I had to pick, I'd say Chiefs, Broncos, Raiders, Chargers. Yeah. If I had to pick, but it could go any way. It can. That division is is deep, man. Moving on to an easier division, the (laughs) NFC North. You got the Bears, the Lions, the Packers, the Vikings. Yep. No question. Green Bay. Green Bay. Green Bay. There's no question. Green Bay. Uh, I I agree with you on that. Um, you might not agree with my one through four, but I feel like if it could happen. So I'm gonna give you this. Your uh, I'm my first one's gonna be Green Bay. My second, everyone would think I'm gonna say Minnesota. I think I'm gonna go with Chicago, shocking a lot of people with Justin Fields. Then I'm going with Detroit at third. And I think Minnesota is going to be at the bottom of the tier. So, I actually think that Minnesota is going to be second. <laughs> I See, most people is going to think. I just feel like with Minnesota, they're all getting, I won't say up in age on the defensive side of the ball. But you still have Harrison Smith. He's an older safety. You have Eric Kendricks, older safety. I mean, older linebacker. Um, you still got Hunter there, but Hunter they just older got Zaire players. Smith too. They did get Zaire Smith, but my thing with that man is that I just don't believe I this gun come back and bite me in the butt. I just I'm hoping on the young guns talent right now. So I'm hoping I'm saying Justin Fields is gonna be a top fifteen quarterback. I'm saying. Jared Goff is going to produce with all the weapons around him. I'm saying that both of them two teams basically are going to have a Cinderella season. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Okay, so I got Green Bay at one, obviously, even though I don't like the offense as much without Devontae Adams. Yep. Uh, I think Minnesota is going to surprise a lot of people. I think that they're going to be close to winning the division Mm -hmm. Uh, because you're talking about Justin Fields. I'm talking about Justin Jefferson. (laughs) I'm talking about young explosive talent. I think that that offense with Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, uh, Osborne, I think that (laughs) Dalvin Cook is going to have a good, healthy year this year. I think he's going to stay healthy. I think that Kirk, if he stays healthy, that team is nasty. It is. When when Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, uh, Kirk Cousins, and Justin Jefferson are all on the field at the same time, that's a versatile offense. It is, man. And I think it's going to go for me, number one, Green Bay, number could, two, Minnesota, number three, the Bears, number four, the Lions. Even though I'm putting Minnesota, like, down uh, on my list, that's just, like, me being, like, hopefully Cinderella seasons yeah. for Detroit and Chicago. And I, I could see the Lions. But I could honestly see in Minnesota win the division. Yeah. I could honestly see them upsetting Aaron Rodgers a game and uh, – then they'll have a, and just have a better, you know, better season, and they'll win the division. I could honestly see that because to me, the Lions did get a really good draft. They did get some really good players in the free agency. I think that team yeah. is good, but I I like Dan Campbell. I like their head yeah. coach, but I do think it's gonna take a little bit. By the kneecaps. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the next team, we got the NFC East with the Dallas Cowboys the New York Giants, the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Washington Redskins. 
I know me Ooh. and D gonna have some disagreements on this one. Yeah. Some Cowboys fans ain't gonna like me too much. Yeah. Uh, man, I guess my thing, whole thing, it, you can start this one off. <laughs> All right, number one, I got Fly Eagles Fly, best draft, yes, best sir. off season overall. Yes, sir. Already made the playoffs. Played against the tougher team. They had Tampa Bay. I'm going with the Eagles. No okay. question for me right now. I think Jalen Hurts is going to take a big step in year two. I'm going Eagles, Cowboys, Redskins, Giants. Okay. Okay. I respect that. Uh, My list is the same as you think we – I don't really disagree. I got Philadelphia winning. Um, I got Dallas still playing for a wild card spot. And then – but – I got the Giants better than the Redskins because I like Daniel Jones better than Kirk. I mean Carson Wentz. But at the same time, Washington gets back Chase Young, uh, arguably one of the best young, talented pass rushers in the game. Absolutely. So, um, but I just don't believe Carson Wentz is gonna show like he's the guy anymore. I don't, yeah, I don't think I don't he's either, the guy no more. But what I do and think I, is he's going to be the best quarterback that Terry McLaurin has played with. Yeah, I could see that. And then my thing with Daniel Jones, I think Daniel Jones is just going to take a tremendous, I'm not saying, tremendous step in the right direction having finally a good offensive line that they picked up um, in the draft. They had a pretty decent draft. I forget who they, that dude from Alabama uh, yeah, they had Charles Cross. Charles Cross. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I feel no, like... They got... Uh, no. The Giants got Kayvon Thibodeau and... and uh, that dude from Alabama. Evan Neal. Oh, Evan Neal. So, with him getting a line help, I feel like Saquon's going to have a... If he... Bearing injury, Saquon, he's going to finally have a good season like his rookie season and his sophomore season. I do think that Saquon will help, but I am much lower on Daniel Jones than you. Yeah, you are. You are. I just, I'm not, I don't want to be a hater, but I think next year around draft time we'll be talking about if I could Giants see can get Bryce Young. Bryce Young. Moving on to the NFC South. To me, this is another easy one. Yeah. We got Atlanta Falcons. We got Carolina Panthers, New Orleans Saints, and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. For me, obviously, it's going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, then the Saints, and then the Panthers, and then the Falcons. Okay, okay. Uh, I agree with you on them picks. Um, the only one I might switch, I like Marcus Mariota better than Sam Darnold. I do too. <laughs> but, it, it, that but, one's a it's a weird one. But for Atlanta me. has a Atlanta has a harder schedule than Carolina. Yeah. So I guess I'll go I, I'll go with that because I think DJ Moore still. Gonna have good that's numbers my thing. Also. Is DJ Moore DJ is a Moore. difference maker. Christian McCaffrey is a difference maker. So yeah, I could see that. Moving on to the last division. Wow, we went through that one quick. Yeah, I mean that. that it's one, just a you got Tom you Brady. Got Tom you Brady. got Tom Brady. Uh, Jameis Winston. He's he's coming off an injury, so we'll see how he looks. And then you got to think. He said, <laughs> "I seen something that Jameis Winston said about Chris Olave. He's smoother than the." The oh, other side, side of the, the pillow. pillow. Yeah. So, uh, you got to see. You Honestly, every year you have to see with the Saints now without Drew Brees. You can't pick the Saints to be a contender anymore because of Drew Brees ain't there. And we don't know what Jameis Winston we're going to get every single week. 
Yeah, and Drew Brees, did you hear that comment that he had made <laughs> about potentially playing? I don't want to see There is that. no way he should come back. I don't want to see no it. No way, man. I don't want to see it. It's no. The last year he played, to me, I, I wasn't huge on it. To me, if I'm the it's Saints the, organization at I don't this want point, it. how do you say yes whenever you have – you have to have no trust in Jameis if yeah. you do that. If they allow him to come back, I wouldn't mind seeing him come back <laughs> yeah. and play backup and teach Jameis some things. But Drew Brees is not going nah, to do that. Nah. He ain't going to. If he wanted to do that, he would have stayed and moved to backup when he retired. Yeah, but but yeah, man. Uh, you you just don't know with uh Saints. You don't know what kind of Saints team you're going to get every single week, so they're very hard to pick. Even That's though that why. defense is stacked. It's stacked, man. They they have Tom Brady's number. We both know that, yeah. though. NFC West also could be said to be the hardest division. I think it's not now since the Seattle Seahawks have Drew Locke at quarterback instead of Russell Wilson. No hate to Drew Locke. Think he'll be productive. Don't think he's going to be Russ, though. Uh-uh. Uh, for me, we got the Cardinals, Rams, 49ers and the Seahawks. I'm going to go with the Rams. I think the Cardinals are very close second. Yes. Uh, I, agree. I think the 49ers not far behind either, but Me I'm going to go Rams, Cardinals, Niners, and then Seahawks. Uh, I'm going to go Rams, Cardinals because I think uh, Kyler Murray is going to have an MVP season. I got San Francisco because you don't know what you're going to get out of Trey Lance if they move on to Trey Lance. If they got Jimmy G, that's a different story. But we got to figure out what's going to happen with them, too. And then Seattle rebuilding team. It's yeah. just a rebuilding. They're, they're rebuilding. It's now, not. They're not going to be no competition. Now, that being said, I do think that if Trey Lance goes out there and performs like I think he can, that the 49ers have a very good chance of coming in second or even winning the division. I think yeah. Trey Lance can be a superstar. Yeah. But he needs too. to start from week one, and he needs to play consistent. Yeah. I agree, man. Um, their defense is stout. I love Nick Bosa. I'm so happy they picked Nick Bosa better better than Micah Parsons. Oh, he finally getting recognition like he deserves, man. It's finally happening. But yeah, man, uh, that was a good good podcast. Yeah, man. It's always a good podcast. Make sure y'all follow us at on TikTok, Twitter, Amazon, Amazon. Hey, hey, Apple. Apple. We're Apple hey, we're now. on Apple Music now. Make sure y'all follow us on that. Um, Spotify. Usually, we're we're on it. But yeah, man, we on we on Apple Music. We're we're on every single platform that y'all can think of right now. We've been posting a lot on TikToks. Our TikToks been. Uh, thank y'all for the the TikTok love that that y'all been showing us. We finally hit a hundred followers on TikTok. Yeah, we did. So it we're. Thank y'all. That's all I got to say. Yeah, our last video on there got over 2,000 views and over 800 likes, I believe. We're yeah, really man. appreciative we, for that. We're going to keep them numbers up. Yes, sir. We 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 just need we just need y'all hit us 100, you know, 100 followers on here. On on Spotify, TikTok, something like that. But yeah, man. So far, I want to thank y'all for all the love that y'all been giving us. All right, man. That's going to be it for this episode. This your boy G. Hey, man, it's been your boy D. And we out. We out.